So, we all know that AEW has collision in the works for the end of June. And that the first live edition on, I'm assuming, the second to last Saturday in June is going to be you know, live for the United Center. And that CM Punk is being featured to make his return there. Now... I came on earlier today, kind of talked about it, you know, as one of the things that wrestling companies like AEW and WWE need to straighten out and balance and make sense of, right? And I even did my own little video on it, you know, even prior to that in 4K. But it seems according to Dave Meltzer and other sources like Cultaholic, um, yeah, this whole situation of collision and this soft brand split, if you will, soft roster split, if you will, uh, it's going to be a lot more, I guess you could say, um, complicated than expected and a lot more unnecessary, if you will. Now, I came out and said basically that I believe that the talent would have more opportunity, if you will, to be showcased, especially the talent that doesn't get showcased that much, you know, when it came to collision. I even said that there are some talent that would be willing to put their egos and personal feelings aside with, you know, because of punk to either work with him or get more exposure. I even said that there are those that are friends with punk, have respect for him, like having him around, that, you know, uh, wouldn't have a problem working with him on this show. Well, it seems, like I said, according to Wrestling Observer, Dave Meltzer probably mostly, and Cultaholic and other sources, there might be more to it. I mean, when you have JD from NY206 of Off the Script, who I am a fan of, I do support, and I highly recommend you guys check out because he tells it like it is, whether he's right about it or he's not. When you have freaking JD coming out and complimenting and saying that not even WWE would do something like this to accommodate one wrestler or a couple or a group of wrestlers, you know, in a way to separate them from having any problems, you know, with each other behind the scenes. When you have JD coming out and saying WWE does a better job with the brand splits, you know, than what's going on here, then yeah, you know you're basically making a huge, if not dumb, mistake in the process. Because this is what Cultaholic had to say, and I quote. This is what Cultaholic had to say, and I quote. Uh, The headline is, Report AEW to have harder than expected brand split. This was reported on April 18th today at 12.30 p.m. I don't know if it was... You know, um, 12.30 p.m., you know, Pacific, England time, I don't know. But this is what it says, and I quote, uh, and I quote, let me try to get some light, a little bit better lighting here, guys. I do apologize. But this is what it says, and I quote. Here's what it says, and I quote. All Elite Wrestling are set to introduce a new Saturday night TV show in Collision later this year. With reports indicating the new show will premiere on June 17th, okay, not the 23rd, but a week earlier, on June 17th and air on TNT every week from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern. CM Punk is set to be the star of Collision, and the new show will lead to a roster split. Initial reports had indicated the split would be soft, but Andrew Zarian has since reported on Wrestling Observer Live 
that the split may, will be harder than expected. This is from Andrew Zarian, and I quote, The plans have been put in place to possibly have a tentative Saturday show to be the soft brand split. When I used the term yesterday on Matt Men, I was told that it was less soft than I putting it out there. I guess there will be people that are pro- uh, prominently on the other show on the Saturday show. Oh, Brian Alvarez also reported on Wrestling Observer Live the roster split is being introduced to keep CM Punk and talents who want to work uh, with him separate from those who do not. This is from Brian Alvarez. What I heard from the beginning, or what I heard from the beginning, any time this was brought up, was there are people that don't want to work with CM Punk. They want to be in the building with, or they don't want to be, they don't want to be in the building with him. So there's going to be a place where he can work and do his thing, and there's going to be a place where the other people can work and do their thing. If you're a neutral party, then conceivably you can work both shows and everything like that. But there's going to be certain people that are on one show and certain people that are going to be on the other show because they don't want to be near, uh, anywhere near each other. A new program is seemingly in the works for when Collision debuts as CM Punk will likely feud with Chris Jericho when the straight superstar makes his return to All Elite. So, yeah, it kind of does fall into what I talked about before, like, or indicated, that if you're neutral, like you're in the middle, you know, then basically, and if you're, and what, from what that sounds like, it kind of coincides with what I was talking about, you know, if you're willing to put your ego aside, you know, and do what's best for business, you know, and if you have to work with Punk, you'll work with him. You know, when they say neutral party, or party, if you will, Alvarez and, and Zarian, when they basically bring that up, that kind of, co- like I said, that kind of coincides with what I just said, what I mentioned, you know, earlier. You know, but, but, for them to come out and say that this is going to be a little bit more, complicate a little bit more harder than expected you know basically saying that now it's going to consist of not just the like the neutral people the people that want to be you know featured on both programs if you will along with rampage and dark and dark elevation but as well as you know maybe a you know appearance on ring of honor but the way they're indicating it is it seems like there's going to be a group of people that are in favor of working with Punk, that want to have Punk around, that are going to get primarily shown and um, featured and pushed on Collision, while those that don't like Punk, they don't trust Punk, and they rather side with the elite, they trust the elite and all that, they'll be featured on Dynamite. Where Rampage fits in in this, I don't know. Rampage might be one of those indications where Punk and the Elite won't be on the show. So basically, both part. So basically, both groups that you know side with one or the other will probably be able to you know use Rampage as like, hey, you'll be able to compete here because Punk and the Elite won't be a part of this, so you can be here. So I think Rampage will be like the neutral zone, if you will, for, you know, even those that support one side over the other. That's what I'm looking at. The same with Ring of Honor. Those are going to be the neutral zones for those that may support Punk, 
but maybe understand why you know people don't, or maybe understand those that they're okay with working with don't liking punk. And it basically, basically, like I said, it's going to be more neutral. So when you watch Dark and Dark Elevation and you know Ring of Honor on Honor Club and and then Rampage on on TNT, I think what you're going to get is shows that are neutral. In other words, those that might side with one one side or the other, or might just be in the middle, like hey, I don't care either way, that's where you'll find them. That's where you'll find them. Like, you'll have people that might support punk, but understand that, you know, you know, the friends on the other side that don't, you know, don't support punk, don't want to be around them, don't trust them, but they still want to work with each other. Rampage, Ring of Honor, and Honor Club, Dark and Dark Elevation will be the place where you'll get those kind of interactions and matches, in my opinion. But yeah, this is, a, this is getting a lot more complicated than it should be. It's getting a lot more complicated. And this, I'll be honest with you, this, honestly, you can put the blame on CM Punk, you can put the blame on the elite, all you want for what happened at All Out last year, you know, in the media scrum, but at the end of the day, this really falls upon one person. It falls upon Tony Khan. Because Tony Khan did not, you know, show that he is the boss. He did not basically put his foot down and say, hey, you either work together or you can get the F out. Or tell the locker room, hey, I'm bringing Punk back. You know, he's going to be part of this company. You're going to learn to like it. And if you don't want to be here, you know, and put your differences aside and everything, then you can get out. He fails to do that. He failed to do that. And this is why people look at Tony Khan, you know, and look down upon him. Like, they might praise him for putting on some great, booking some great matchups and everything because, hey, it's the kind of matches the fans would like because at the end of the day, that's what he is. He is a fan. He is a fan at the end of the day and nothing else. Nothing else. So, Tony Khan is the one at the end of the day who's at fault here. He's at fault for this freaking brand split happening when it shouldn't. Again, like I said earlier, when you have someone like JD or people like just Alex or anybody that's critical about the WWE brand split, you know, courtesy of the draft, when you have them coming out and complimenting the fact that WWE does a brand split better than what this is going to be, and having an exact reason for the brand split, when you have them coming out and saying, yeah, WWE does a better brand split with their drafting, with their draft and everything than you know, what this is going to make sense of or what this is going to you know, come from, when you have them saying that, you know, especially after they've been critical about the draft you know, and the fact that it doesn't make sense to them, when you have them saying that, that tells me that you pretty much... You know, shot yourself in the foot. You shot yourself in the foot but to, in, in trying to avoid something like this from happening. Because, you know, when you compare both sides, if you will, I am in agreement. WWE, you know, it may not make sense at times. It may not even stay true to what it's supposed to. But every time they try a brand split, they try to at least make it make sense. They try to keep rosters separate to give them their own identities. Whether it's Raw, SmackDown, NXT, you name it. But here, this is not making sense. This is not making sense because all you're doing is a, all you're trying to do is accommodate. You know, somebody that should just sit down along with the other people you're trying to accommodate and talk things out and make some damn money. 
You know, because you have, and I'm in agreement with this, you have a gold mine in the palm of your hand that could be a game changer for your company and professional wrestling. You have a gold mine that could be a game changer for your company and professional wrestling, as well as put you on equal ground, if not surpass the likes of WWE. But you're throwing that all away because they can't talk things out. I mean, I mean, honestly, what are the Bucks and Omega afraid of? What is Paige afraid of? You know, are they afraid that you know Punk's going to be the priority? Punk's going to be the one that's looked at as the top guy, and you know they're not going to get the spotlight anymore. You know, they're not going to you know get the shine anymore. They're not going to get the push anymore. Is that what they're afraid of? If that's the case, then come out and say it. Just come out and say, look, Punk, Phil, you know, we don't have a problem with you being here. It's just we're afraid that if you are featured here every week, we're going to lose our spot, and we don't want that. We don't want to be regulated to the mid-card or the, upper, or the uh, uh, curtain calling or whatever, or curtain jerking, whatever you want to call it. You know, just come out and say that. You know, just come out and say that. Just say that that's what you're afraid of. You're afraid of losing your spot. It, it, it's not that hard to do. It's not that hard to do, folks. But, you know, that. But it, look, it's just my opinion. It's just my opinion, you know, as to why, you know, it's just my opinion as to, you know, what I think they should do. You know, I think they should, if they talk it out, just admit the truth. You know, they're afraid of losing their spot. That's it. They're afraid of being regulated to the mid-card, to the curtain jerking. They're afraid. That's it. They're afraid they're going to lose their relevancy. Just, just admit that. It's not that hard to do. You know, it's not that hard to do. But, yeah, honestly, this is embarrassing for AEW. It's like, it's like you look at what they're doing with Dynamite and all the stuff they're building up for, Double or Nothing, the matches, the storylines, and everything. You know, you look at that and you're like, hey, Nothing can't be going. Nothing could be wrong right now. Nothing ba- bad, dramatically behind the scenes could be going on. But yet, you hear reports like this, and it's like, it's like that old saying: "Don't judge a book by its cover." Because the cover might look nice and everything, and be prom- and look promising and all that. But when you open that book and you read that story or you read that biography, you'll you'll find something completely different, something that does not represent the cover, you know, you know, you know, at all. You'll see that. You will see that, in my opinion. You will see that. So, to me, to me, honestly, nobody, nobody is true. Here's, here's the thing. Like I said, the people that are truly at fault here, the one number one person that's truly at fault is Tony Khan for not putting his foot down. And that's it. He is the one that's truly at fault, no one else. Yes, the elite and punk are at fault for not being grown up enough or mature enough to talk things out. Mostly the elite, if you want to look at it from that perspective. But honestly, Tony Khan's the one that's at fault here. He's the one that didn't put his foot down and say, enough's enough. I'm locking you guys in this room. And you're not coming out until you talk this over, you know, over and try to make some money out of this realistic situation. You know, he's at fault. Because basically, again, this is proving what a lot of people have said about him to be true. And that he's nothing more than a fan. 
and that he has no business running a wrestling company. And because he's proving that now more so than ever, you know, it basically is essentially proving to the world that we wrestling fans, if we had our own way, if we were owning a company, all we care about is, ooh, who do I sign next? What kind of matches can I put on? What can I do? Ooh, to make things exciting for us fans. You know, that's Tony Khan not acting like a real boss, not acting like an owner, is proving everybody right about that. Because he's doing that. He's just a, he's acting like a fan, like, oh, I got an announcement to make. We're going to do Wembley Stadium. Oh, I got an announcement to make. All access is our new reality show that's going down the toilet, you know, as we speak. Oh, I got an announcement. I signed so and so. It's like, Tony, you, you're proving everybody right. You're proving everybody right that a wrestling fan only wants to run their own company just so they can have their dream matches and book what they want because of the fact that they don't trust the upper echelon in Connecticut to do, do the right thing. <sighs> yeah. At the end of the day, you can put the blame on Punk. You can put the blame on the elite. But the real person at fault is Tony Khan for not putting his foot down. And because he did not put his foot down in all that, the reason he didn't put his foot down, ladies and gentlemen, is the reason we're getting this this harder than soft brand split. I mean, again, the reports of the fact that it may not be that basically you're going to have a group of wrestlers more fe- featured more prominently on Collision and, re- more, and wrestlers featured more prominently on Dynamite because who they want to side with and be associated with. And then in the middle, you have Rampage, you have Ring of Honor and Honor Club, and to an extent both Dynamite and Collision for those. Sorry about that, but like I said, the only person... You know, outside of if you want to blame the elite and punk, and that's fair because they do deserve the blame, is Tony Khan. Tony Khan is the one that really needs to take the blame because he did not put his foot down when he should have put it down. And because of him, we're getting this harder than soft, you know, brand split when we don't need it. He's the one to blame, you know, more so than punk, more so than the elite. He's the one to blame. And honestly, you know, honestly, I go back to what I said in my earlier video. He needs to straighten this out. He needs to make things balanced out. You know, you know, he needs to basically come out and not hide it from the fans anymore. He needs to come out on Dynamite. He needs to come out during Double or Nothing. He needs to come out and basically be real with us and say, look, yes, we got Collision coming. I'm happy about it. But then what he has to do is be straight with us. He has to be shoot, he has to shoot straight. He has to shoot straight and say, look, the reason we're also having collision is because, as you know, behind the scenes, you know, there are certain talents that can't get along, you know, and everything. It's not all kumbaya. <coughs> it's not all kumbaya, excuse me there. You know, as you know, you're led to believe, you know, there are some egos. So the reason we're doing collision as well is so that, the, so that we can have peace here and certain talents can work collision or certain talents can work dynamite. And those that are pretty much, you know, neutral can work rampage and dark and dark elevation and all that. He needs to come out and let us know. Give us a reason. 
You know, okay, give us a reason. Like, you know, because here's the thing. You're going to, let's say you go to a collision show. You're thinking, okay, I'm going to see the elite. You see CM Punk, but you don't see the elite. You're thinking, well, I saw him on Dynamite. I thought I'd see him here, but you don't. And then let's say you're watching Collision the following week, you know, and they'll live someplace else, and then you see pretty much what you saw during your attending of it. And you're like, what's going on? And then you find out probably later on, if you're not in the know, this is why. So Tony Khan needs to, on Dynamite or Double or Nothing, come out, announce that Collision's happening, and then shoot straight with us by saying why it's happening. Don't hide anything anymore. Shoot straight. Tell us why it's happening so that we'll have a better understanding. And by doing so, at least he'd be taking responsibility for the fact that, hey, this is why it's going on. And very subtly, he could, by saying this and you know, telling us what, the real reason, shooting straight with us, very subtly, he could basically come out and say, hey, it's my fault. We couldn't work things out. And so this is the best solution. This is the best alternative. But yeah, he is the one. He is the one at fault, right in the smack center. He is the one at fault. There's no getting around that. Again, you can blame Punk. You can blame the elite, probably more the elite than anything if you want to. You know, for not sitting down and being mature about this. You know, but at the end of the day, Tony Khan's the boss. He's the one that takes the bullet. He's the one that takes the bullet for what's going on, and he's the one at fault. He's the one that's not taking a stand. He's the one that's not putting his foot down, and that's why this is happening right now. Because all he has to do is meet with the talent and tell them, CM Punk's coming back, whether you like it or not. You know, you're going to have to put your egos aside. You're going to have to put your personal feelings aside because he's coming back. You know, he's the one that didn't do that. He didn't, he's the one that didn't take the talent on the side and tell him that. He's, he's the one that didn't you know, take, talk to the elite and say, hey, you want to keep your titles as EVPs? You want to keep your titles as EVPs, executive vice presidents? Put your ego aside right, and everything because I'm bringing Punk back. And guess what? You're going to work with him you know, whether you like it or you don't. You know, if you have to, threaten their jobs. Tell them, look, you, especially the jobs they have, the titles they have. You want to keep your title as an executive vice president? Then guess what? You put your ego aside and you learn to work with Phil Brooks, and that's the end of that. That's all he had to do. He didn't do that. And that's why we're having this. I mean, if he would have done this and still want to announce that collision is going to be a thing, fine, not a problem. More opportunity for people. But because he's not doing that, that's why this is happening. And if what Brian Alvarez and Andrew Zarian is true to any extent, any extent, ladies and gentlemen, if it's true to any extent, then you know as well as I do that, hey, fans might get more wrestling and that's great, but once they find out, if not already finding out the reasoning as to why this is happening the way it is, I guarantee you fans are going to be crapping all over Tony Khan you know, no matter what. I guarantee you this. I guarantee you this. You think those fans in the UK, you know, in the United Kingdom, you know, in the Isles and all that over there, you don't think they're paying attention to, to what's going on? I mean, Cultaholic is basically the wrestling observer. Cultaholic and Walt Culture is the PW insider. You don't think they know what's happening? I guarantee you, come all in, Tony Khan shows up there, he is going to get the living you-know-what boot out of him.
because they are go- because they will know why certain talents are on at certain times during the show, you know, and not you know standing side by side or interacting or whatever. They're going to know. They're going to know the reason, and he's going to feel the wrath of it. So if I'm Tony Khan, between now and June 17th, I put my damn foot down. I take the elite aside. I threaten them by taking away, by saying, "Hey, put your egos aside. Be, you know, grow, be, you know, put your egos aside. Grow up, or else I'm going to take your e- titles as EVPs away, and then you'll have no choice but to do what I say." You know, he needs to do that. He needs to take them aside and say, hey, you want to keep your job as executive vice president? Put your eagles aside. Learn to work with Phil Brooks. Try to make some money out of this storyline. And let's go. Let's, let's effing go. He needs to do that. He needs to do that between now and June 17th. He needs to do this between now and the show in, in Wembley Stadium. The same with the roster. He needs to tell his roster, both AEW and Ring of Honor, hey, you know, you either are with us, you're either all in, or you're all out. And I'm not talking about the freaking pay-per-view. He needs to tell them, look, you're either with us or not. It's like you either put your egos aside and learn to, you know, work with someone like CM Punk, or guess what, there's the door, don't let it hit you on the ass on the way out. That's what he needs to do between now and June 17th, and mostly between now and Wembley Stadium. That's what he needs to do. Because honestly, again, when you have people like JD from NY206 of Off the Script, Alex Hicks of Just Alex Central, Alex's World, OTR Central, Jason Solomon, Solomon's The Sounds Off, Brian Alvarez, Dave Meltzer, people who support you more so than anything, people that many feel is on your freaking payroll, when you have them calling you out for this crap, that definitely tells you you've screwed up. You screwed up majorly. You screwed up in such a way that you have these people that have been critical about WWE and their draft, their brand split, coming out and saying they do a better job and a more sensible, reasonable job with their brand split and stuff than what's going on here. And if you are trying to be on equal footing, if not surpass WWE in, you know, in several ways and everything, or if that's your goal to be at equal footing and surpass them, then this is not helping. This is not helping, and you, Tony Khan, know that. Because at the end of the day, the buck ends and stops with you. Just like people say that the buck ends and stops in WWE with Vince McMahon, no matter what you feel, how you feel about him, the same goes for you, Tony Khan. And this is all because of you. Yes, from a re- hardcore wrestling standpoint, viewership standpoint, great, more wrestling. But it's not going to be great when all of a sudden they start seeing a pattern if they don't know why they're seeing the pattern right now. They haven't heard about it right now and they find out later on, you know, it's just it's not going to be a good look for you. And I guarantee you that sold out crowd in Wembley Stadium of 80,000 people, 85,000 people, you know, you walk out there, Tony Khan. And you're going to expect to get cheered? Oh, hell no. You ain't going to get cheered. Because by that time, people will know what happened, know why certain towns are on at certain times, why it feels like it's two different shows within one. They're going to know because you 
didn't, and they're going to know, and they're going to see you for who you really are. And I, if I'm you, Tony Khan, I would basically take my head, head, bow it down, and walk quietly out of that building the moment it happens. Because those people are going to boo you right out, unless you straighten this out. And everybody listening to this knows that's going to be a fact. That's going to be reality. So Tony Khan, you either got several choices. Between now, June 17th, and Wembley Stadium, put your foot down, prove you're the real boss, that the buck ends and that the buck starts and ends with you. You know, let them know, hey, EVPs, you want to keep your jobs as EVPs? Put your eagles aside, learn to work with Phil Brooks. You know, and be done with it. And the same goes with the roster. You tell the roster, you either put your eagles aside, learn to learn to coexist and work and live around, you know, Phil Brooks, or get the f out. You need to do that. And if not, you need to come out doing a dynamite or double or nothing between now the 17th and Wembley Stadium. And you need to explain to them why collision is happening. Tell them, yeah, we're going to have a new two-hour programming, which is great for you wrestling fans. But then you need to shoot straight and tell them why it's happening. No more hiding behind, you know, behind, the, you know, behind the curtains anymore. We know what's happening. It's out there. Time to, time to take responsibility. Ability. And if you can't get things straightened out, you need to explain why collisions happening and why things are going to be a little bit more different in AEW. You need to do that, Tony. Because at the end of the day, you know, we can blame CM Punk, Phil Brooks all we want. We can blame the elite, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Hangman Page all we want. But at the end of the day, the one that really takes the bullet, the one that really, you know, takes, takes the fall is you. You're the reason. And it's time for you to grow the F up. Stop thinking like a fan. Start thinking like a boss. And, and basically put your damn foot down. That's what you need to do. Because, again, as I mentioned earlier, what you're doing, what you're doing, Tony Khan, is you're basically making everybody that has said wrestling fans do, cannot, be, cannot have wrestling promotions. Wrestling fans don't know how to run wrestling promotions because all they're going to do is put on matches and stuff that they want and the other fans may want. You're going to be proving those critics right. Because they're going to look at you as nothing more than just a wrestling fan that's just putting on wrestling matches and all that for the sake of it, ignoring the bad and everything else. If it doesn't exist, you're going to prove them right. And by proving them right, by proving them right, TK, they're basically going to look at you and they're going to say, this guy shouldn't be running a wrestling company. He should be, you know, out of this business. He should be out of this business once and for all. That is what they're going to do, TK. That's how, that's, what you're, that's how they're going to be viewing you, if not already. And that's how they're going to view all us other fans that come on to places like YouTube, here on YouTube, podcasts, like Spotify and all that. They're going to look at us and say that all we are is fans that... Just come out, rant and rave, and say, "Hey, we could do a better. We could put on a better product than anybody else." They're going to view us, you know, as just speaking out our ass because of people like you not doing your job as a boss. And that's the fact. 
So TK, you got an option, my friend. You got an option. Either put your foot down, threaten to take away the EVP titles from the elite, unless they put their egos aside and learn to work with CM Punk. You need to put your foot down and tell the roster to put their personal feelings about Punk aside or else get the F out of the company because you don't want them there. You don't need their, you know, their attitude there, their egos there. Or what you need to do, the moment you come out and officially announce collisions a thing, you need to then shoot straight with us and explain why it's happening and that because, you know, that, because of that reason, things are going to change in AEW. You need to do a few, you need to do one of those things, Tony. You need to. Because if not, like I said, you're gonna prove every critic out there that looks at wrestling fans like me, just Alex, JD, Solomon Monster, they're gonna look at us or look at you like they look at us as somebody that says they can run a wrestling business, they can book better than those that have been in the business. In this, because we know as fans what we want and other fans want, you're going to prove them right. All right, but, all right, when they come out and say that we don't know what we're talking about and that we have no business running a company, we don't have no business trying to say we can book better, you're going to prove them right. So it's time, Tony Khan, to grow up. It's time to grow up and be a boss. Because I shouldn't, I, JD, Alex, Solomon Monster, anybody else, Brian Alvarez, Dave Meltzer, Andrew Zariot, we shouldn't have to come out. Sean Ross Sapp, we shouldn't have to be coming out, out and talking about this here, this news here, that you know, this, this soft brand split is going to be a lot more harder and a lot more splitty and convoluted than originally thought of. All because you, all because you did not take your responsibility as a boss, a promoter of a major wrestling company seriously, and all you've been doing is acting like a fan, like, ooh, I got a new show coming out, woo, oh, ooh, I signed so-and-so to be all elite, Because all you've been acting, because you... Because all you've been doing is acting like a fan that every time something new happens, you announce it. Every time you sign somebody, it's like you're adding a new toy to your collection. Time to grow up, Tony Khan. Grow up. Act like a freaking boss. Straighten this shit out between June 17th and Wembley Stadium. Excuse my language, God. But straighten this shit out between then. Between those time, time periods. Or else... Again, you will get, I guarantee you, those 85,000 plus people in Wembley Stadium, they ain't going to cheer your ass when you walk out. They're going to boo it. They're going to boo your ass right out of the building. So you need to straighten this out. You need to straighten this out. And I guarantee you come out, to, you come out in the United Center for the first episode of Collision, and they're going to boo your ass out. They'll cheer CM Punk because that's the hometown guy. But you walk out alongside with him, get ready to have booze shower down upon you like never before. Unless you get this straightened out. Again, you either have to put your foot down, tell the EVPs, hey, you want to keep your executive vice president titles? Put your eagles aside and learn to work with Phil Brooks. And you also need to tell the same thing to the roster. You need to tell them, hey, put your eagles aside, your personal feelings aside, learn to you know, coexist with Phil Brooks or get the F out. 
And if you can't do that, when you come out and officially make the announcement that collision's a thing on June 17th, then you need to shoot straight with us and explain the real reason why. And that because of that reason, things are going to be different in AEW. Because if you don't, and people that don't know uh, don't know are in the know right now, find out later on as to what's going on. They see this difference. I guarantee you, you step out to that arena, that stadium. You know, at the end of June, for all in for all in London, you're going to get booed right out of that stadium. Tony Khan. In closing, get your act together. Stop acting like a fan. Grow up. Be the boss. Put your foot down. And tell these people, put their egos aside. Put their egos aside. Tell the elite they want to keep their job. Put their egos aside. And let's make them effing money and go to work. And that's all I'm going to say. Let me know what your thoughts are, guys. Comment if you like. And I'm out.